always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to let you know you are entitled to benefits. A benefit is an advantage. It's something good and helpful. And as a child of God who has placed your faith in Him and submitted your life to His will, there are wonderful blessings and benefits that you are entitled to receive. Believe that and know that there is a harvest waiting just for you. Welcome to this year Tuesday, November 19th, 2019 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. If you don't know me, I am Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources all around the world to help you grow in your faith and become everything God has destined you to be. Visit us online at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. I just love brightening your day with big old smiles and the warmest greetings ever live from our headquarters studio in the city of Buffalo, New York. This time of sharing and fellowship is very special to me and I do not take it for granted that you have chosen to be here. A precious member of our Daily Cup Faith community named Ava from Australia wrote into the ministry and said, I just received a clean bill of health after battling stage two stomach cancer. It was the hardest fight I have ever fought when I thought I couldn't make it. Your words of encouragement gave me the extra push I needed. I just want you to know your ministry is appreciated. You have helped me so much. Can we get a praise break for Ava? the name of our God for bringing you through cancer treatment, Ava. I'm so happy for you, and I feel blessed to have been able to motivate, inspire, and uplift you through the storm. God is good. Daily Cup family, thank you for sowing into this ministry so that every single podcast you hear is available as an absolutely free daily resource on select radio stations, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, your dailycupofinspiration.com, and wherever podcasts are heard. Also, listen on my YouTube channel under my name, Deanna Hobbs, D-I-A-N-N-A-H-O-B-B-S. Also stay plugged in on social media, Facebook at Deanna.Hobbs, Twitter at Team Deanna Hobbs, and Instagram at Empowering Everyday Women. I am ready to receive this word from God today, but first a prayer. God, our Father, thank you for waking us up this morning and bringing us together to get revelation from your word. Please bless the person who pressed play. You have a word for them. Anoint me to release it. In Jesus' name, amen. Daily Cut family, some people write letters to their younger selves. I don't know if you've ever done that before. I find it really interesting, but I've never done it. If I did, I think I would write a letter to myself when I was in the fourth grade on a day that I learned a really important lesson. At the time, I was new at the school and I was taking my very first spelling test ever in English, which was my favorite and my strongest subject. On this particular day, even though I studied really hard for that test, I was nervous and once I sat down, started writing, I saw that I was familiar with every word and I finished relatively quickly. I walked over to the teacher's desk to hand in my paper because she was correcting the papers on the spot. There were a couple people ahead of me so I had to wait and while I was waiting my turn, this boy walked up next to me and I looked down and noticed that he had spelled one of the words on his test in a different way. For some reason, this sparked panic in me and I thought, 
thought, oh my goodness, I think I spelled something wrong. I started doubting myself. And before you know it, I changed my answer before handing in my paper. And when I got my test back, I saw that I got a 99 instead of a 100. And I bet you can guess which word I got wrong. Yep, it was the one I changed. And I remember crying so hard over that 99. Even though it was a good grade, it hurt because I had it right and changed it because I didn't believe in myself. That's why if I could write a letter to fourth grade Deanna, I would tell her never ever let somebody else make you doubt what you know. Even if you see contrary evidence, you stand on what you believe. And I think that's a good lesson and it's one that we all need to be reminded of from time to time so we don't miss out on the good things we could have like I did in the fourth grade or like the children of Israel did in Numbers 14. In this chapter, there are a couple verses that really stick out for me and I'll read them to you. Verse 40 says, early the next morning, they set out for the highest point in the hill country saying, now we are ready to go up to the land the Lord promised. And then in verse 42, Moses tells them, do not go up because the Lord is not with you. You will be defeated by your enemies. These two verses tell such a sad story because Israel was now ready to go to Canaan, which was the promised land that the Lord said they could have. But by the time they felt ready to go, God would not let them go in because when he first presented the opportunity, they rebelled and rejected his offer because of their own self-doubt and fear. Moses sent 12 leaders ahead to spy out the land in Numbers 13. They were gone for 40 days and when they came back, they gave a negative report and put fear in the hearts of the people because these leaders were intimidated by the sons of Anak, also known as the Nephilim, which were giants that lived there at the time. So the cowardly 10 said, we can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. And scripture says they just spread that report all around the camp of Israel and the entire camp lost it. They had a full on meltdown. The Bible says everybody was crying. And then they grumbled and complained against God. They tried to stage a revolt against Moses and Aaron. They said, we're going back to Egypt under new leadership. It was an utter mess. They were worried about giants as if they did not serve a giant slayer. He had already done so much for them and performed signs and wonders and that was still not enough. So he destroyed the leaders that had given the bad report. He excluded all the rebellious complainers from ever entering the promised land. They were doomed to die in the wilderness. And so those verses I read to you showed you how they had a change of heart, but it was too late. They had already messed up with God and they could not go up and possess the land. But Joshua and Caleb, the two spies that believed God, were in no way swayed by what they saw or heard from the other men. And one of my favorite verses in the Bible is found in Numbers 13 30, which records the words of Caleb, who told the people, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. He told them that before they revolted and they did not listen. God said in Numbers 14 and 24, but because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land he went to and his descendants will inherit it. And do you know what's so exciting? In Joshua 14, we get to see Caleb 45 years later when he was 85 years old. He was still strong. The Lord preserved him. He went right back and fought those same giants and defeated them and God gave him the victory. But not only did he get the victory, he inherited 
inherited a land called Hebron, which in Hebrew means friend, which is also a description of the patriarch Abraham, who was considered to be the friend of God. James 2 and 23 tells us Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness and he was called the friend of God. So then Caleb reaped a harvest reserved for God's friends. Jesus said in John 15, 14, you are my friends if you do what I command you. And God commands us to believe. Don't you know you're God's friend because you believe that Jesus is the son of God and you have attained salvation through him and you are in covenant with him and you are obeying him? Don't you know that as a friend of God, you are entitled to certain benefits? In the face of giants, you'll still reap a harvest. You are a candidate to receive miracles, breakthroughs, healing, and supernatural release. As a friend of God, you get to walk through doors that don't open for other people. You'll defeat enemies that should defeat you. You'll enjoy divine protection, blessings, and favor. God takes his friends further and higher than they knew possible. The next time you're staring down a giant, declare the words of Caleb confidently, I am well able to overcome, well able to be victorious, well able to obtain the promise, well able to endure this test and come out with the testimony, well able to overcome sickness and lack and doubt and fear and every attack of the enemy, well able to stand firmly upon the word of God that calls you more than a conqueror. Listen, your Hebron, which represents the harvest reserved for God's friends, will be released to you. You will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He will answer your prayers. Walls will fall like the walls of Jericho did when it was Israel's time to possess the land. Your giant will fall like Goliath did when David conquered him with a slingshot and a rock. But you've got one up on David. Your giant will fall because you possess Jesus Christ, the rock, the rock of your salvation. And in 1 Samuel 2, 2, it says there is no rock like our God. And because he's with you, he's more than the world against you. Expect him to unlock doors. Expect him to shower you with blessings. Expect him to do what no other power can do. Expect to reap benefits reserved for the friends of God. And to remind you that you're going to get good things, I'm stirring Romans 8.32 into your cup of inspiration, which says, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things. As you drink down the contents of your cup, praise God that you are his friend and entitled to reap a harvest and receive wonderful benefits. So wonderful, in fact, that the psalmist wrote in Psalm 116, 12, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits toward me? Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Thank you that they have been blessed with the privilege of being counted among your friends. By faith, help them receive all the glorious benefits that are reserved for those who place their trust in you. I praise you for showering them with your goodness because they belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com. 